Good morning or good afternoon, everyone, and welcome into Herf's Huddle, a Chicago Bears podcast presented by Joseph Herf. For those of you who don't know me or my work, you can follow me on Twitter at Joseph Herf NFL for all tweets, articles, and reactions surrounding the Bears. So today, I'm going to be discussing notes from the Chicago Bears rookie minicamp, anything worth highlighting, um, and then I'm going to be discussing five of my favorite undrafted free agents that the Bears signed following the NFL draft. So again, first I'm going to be discussing, you know, essentially just any noticeable notes from the Chicago Bears rookie minicamp. Um, to start before we really get into the rookie minicamp itself, um, the Bears ended up signing a player via the International Player Pathway Program. For those of you that don't know what that is, essentially that's a way that the player the teams in the NFL can get players from international programs that don't affect their roster spots. Um, basically, you're just a blank slate that you can develop yourself. So the Bears signed Roy Mbeteka. I um, believe he's from Nigeria, if I'm correct. I thought I read that. I could be wrong. Um, but they got him from the International Player Pathway Program, and uh, he started playing football last summer. He got picked, actually, by a former New York Giant player, um, found basically out prospecting, and he started playing last summer with the Giants, and he appeared in three preseason games, and he bounced in and out of their practice squad. He is a six foot nine. 320 pound offensive tackle. Um, so obviously it's, it seems like he was a free agent. So he was a free agent last summer, but how it works now is he re-entered the international player pathway program. So now from my understanding, this essentially means the bears get an, exempt, an exemption from him on their practice squad. So he doesn't even take up a slot and, and uh, Roy is essentially guaranteed three years of development on the practice squad. What does that mean? The Bears essentially have a blank slate freak athlete who had to impress at the international combine a ton to be able to get even considered for this. So basically the Bears have a blank slate to turn, uh, you know, basically turn this guy into who they want. Um, that was the first thing that really happened. And then rookie minicamp here, there's some things, you know, that were worth highlighting for one um, in terms of the defensive tackles is a common question since both were taken early. What, what are the roles going to be? Um, Gravon Dexter was mainly taking most of his snaps at one technique, but he did rotate it at three technique. Um, and Zach Pickens took basically every snap at three technique with some rotation at one. I think from my understanding is the Bears are going to rotate these guys in a lot, keep them fresh. So, you know, you can see 50 to 60% of snaps from both these guys mixing in also Andrew Billings, Justin Jones, and anybody else they could see, you know, fit. On top of that, Darnell Wright basically looks ready. He looks mean. He looks ready to hit people. Um, obviously, there's no pads, so it's hard to tell, but he was exploding out of his stance, trying to make blocks. Obviously, you can't do much without pads. Tyreek Stevenson looked incredible. Um, basically, went one-on-one with Tyler Scott all of camp and just owned him, despite Tyler Scott having all that speed. Stevenson hung with him and basically pressed the hell out of him. Chris Morgan, um, who is the Bears offensive line coach, essentially confirmed in an interview that Tevin Jenkins is going to be the starting left guard and Nate Davis is going to be the starting right guard. For those of you confused, why are you moving Tevin around? The Bears signed Nate Davis to be their right guard. Um, Tevin's the one who would have to move around. Nate um, was an elite, you know, top three right guard in football last year. No point of moving him around. Obviously, Tevin has shown flexibility to play both the left and right side, where Nate has been elite on the right side. Luke Gessie basically said he loves the competition at running back. He thinks it's a really deep room with three guys that can be it. Um, and Roshan Johnson, as part of that, is getting acclimated in all aspects of the team, going to meetings, um, working in the offense, working with the special teams, everything. 
Following rookie camp, the Bears actually added four players to their roster and obviously made a few cuts in lieu. So they signed Steven Carlson, who was a three-year veteran tight end, mainly just a blocking tight end. I had a few starts early on with the Browns. And then they signed three undrafted free agent rookies. One was DeAnthony Jones, who was a stud um, in college. Don't know if it translates, but he is shorter. He's only six feet tall as a D-end. Um, he was one of the highest PFF rated rushers in college football last year. He had eight sacks last year in time for the most forced fumbles with five. They also signed Josh Lug, offensive lineman on Notre Dame. Um, Notre Dame offensive lineman U. Lug's another rookie who can play anywhere in the O-lines, played left, right, guard, center, tackle, everything. Uh, six years of college football experience. And then they signed Braylon Trahan, safety out of Louisville, undrafted free agent rookie as well, appeared in 57 games in six seasons and, um, absolute ball hawk, tallied 13 picks, 16 broken passes, very solid. And in in you know, as a transition, they released three people. They released Nick Amoa, who was out of Cal Davis, I believe, Justin Broyles out of Okie State, and Damian Caffey out of Stony Brook. So obviously with those moves, again, they still gonna have to cut people down, but I didn't see Caffey making it long. He was just a blocking tight end at a really small school. Broyles was a horrible RAS athlete. Um, and Amoa was a little, you know, not really a fit for a specific role on the O-line. So I like this transition so far. Um, obviously, have to make some changes early on and get those guys out that you don't want. So um, next, I'll be talking about my three favorite undrafted free agents. So to end this, I'm going to be discussing my, sorry, my, my three, my five um, favorite undrafted free agents. I forgot I revised this after trying to cut this down. I was like, who am I going to leave out? And I was like, you know what? I might as well just do five and add somebody else. So I'll go through my all five of my favorite. I'll mention who the one I had to add in last minute is when she was um, and who I didn't want to leave out. So first one, Tyson Badgett, quarterback out of Shepard. He was a guy I wanted the Bears to draft day three regardless. Um, he's a D2 quarterback, absolute loose and fluid thrower who makes these weird angle throws all the time. Constantly ran for his life, so he's gotten very good at evading pressure in the pocket and making you know throws on the run. Um, incredible athlete, threw for a Division two career record. Um, with 17,000 yards and 159 passes, which are the most of any quarterback at any level in college football history. Last season, he completed nearly 70% of his passes. Um, just a fun project to have a quarterback. I mean, again, not somebody that can impact you, but could be your backup quarterback who can step in when Fields goes down and give your team some fun. I mean, the dude has some pop when he throws the ball, um, and he obviously needs to fix the mechanics because he makes those weird angle throws, but, you know, quarterbacks get away with that. Patrick Mahomes, that's all he does. Again, he's not Patrick Mahomes, but you know what I mean. The next one is Thyric Pitts, wide receiver out of Delaware. Um, absolutely impressive athlete of receiver with an 8.68 RAS, which again kind of seems like the Bears have gone that way. Um, six foot, a little over six foot, six one with uh with four four five speed, elite explosion with a 39 inch vertical and a 10 foot broad jump, very soft hands with a, and a great jump ball wide receiver. Solid blocker and willing blocker. He had 10 touchdowns last season at FCS Delaware. Just a solid developmental X. He could push the uh, roster spot of, you know, Insibu Wempster or like a Dante Pettis. Jalen Harris, uh, he was the one I did not want to leave out, basically. He was like my fourth fringe guy. Um, he's a defensive end out of Arizona. He's the son of a former Chicago Bear, Sean Davis. High-end athlete. Um, bigger. He's like 6'4", but he's a little on the lighter side. But he is explosive and fast. He has an 8.62 RES. Got another elite RES. Finished last season with 51 tackles at outside linebacker with seven for a loss and three sacks. 
uh, and three pass breakups and a forced fumble. So a nice little project that they can have a DN with his, uh, you know, being six, four and a little lighter, put some size on him, make him a four, three D end. The one I unfortunately, not unfortunately, the one I had to add that I wasn't, you know, super high on, but I see it. Um, Dejon Warren, cornerback out of Jackson state. He was the number one recruit out of junior college uh, a few years ago. He had every college wanting him and he chose Jackson state over Georgia red flag to me in my opinion i don't think that was ever smart Dion obviously left jackson state so um not the best choice obviously elite speed though he ran a 436 at his pro day um can play everywhere on the field in terms of nickel outside corner special teams he's a taller corner with 6'1 but he does have a lean skinny frame um with quick feet and fluidity but he does get absolutely bodied by the big receivers when it comes to strength so definitely needs to put on some uh some size be able to play in the outside and uh play handsy in the slot the last one that I had to keep in there, basically, who was my third two um, or even higher, uh, Lawrence Metz, tackle out of Cincinnati. This is another fun tackle that's kind of like the guy, actually, that we got through the international player pathway. For one, for the fact that he is international. He comes from Germany. Um, and two, for the fact that he's just enormous. He's a six foot nine guard. You heard that right, guard, not tackle for Cincinnati. He obviously will, will move to tackle in the NFL, but he was just a monster for Cincinnati. Um, he started playing football in Germany when his buddy said, Hey, you're kind of big, basically come play football. He was, a, he was on the defensive side of the ball. And then when he came on some visits, he figured out Cincinnati was his home, decided to move out here, basically to play football. I think he only had one year of experience out there in Germany on the defense anyway. So essentially was a blank slate for Cincinnati. They had him play both left and right tackle and guard. He played tackle in 2021 during their championship run season. And he played up obviously against, you know, the high level programs, Notre Dame, Alabama, Alabama, he had to play against Will Anderson and, uh, you know, that pass rushing team. And then Notre Dame he had to face against Isaiah Foskey and their pass rushers as well. And he did not give up a pressure against either of those teams. So definitely a guy worth developing. If he can do that versus those teams with, you know, not much development, basically just a blank slate. The bears can, you know, make what they want with him. He could be a guy that, you know, at the very least is your swing tackle, of the future, given his size, his fluidity, play left and right, and can play guard. Bears love the guys who are versatile and can play anywhere. So, overall, shorter episode on the podcast today. I appreciate you guys all tuning in. I'm gonna start doing some, you know, fun little episodes with questions from the fans, um, discussing, you know, what's coming up. You know, roster predictions. Obviously, the schedule release comes, I believe, on Thursday. Actually, so next episode will probably be, you know, a prediction of the season with her record and wins losses. So. Thank you all for tuning in, um, and I will see you guys all next week.